When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. California love Eagles fans. Welcome to another football 24-7. I'm your guy, Tony. This is the second. He's John McMullen, our Philadelphia Eagles insider. We're bringing you a late edition of the show. Normally, we give you guys these shows typically, uh, I don't know, in the 5.30, 6 o'clock hour. But now we're playing with West Coast time. We're playing with Texas time. Me and John are global right now, so we need you guys to bear with us. But Nonetheless, man, we're here and we're ready to talk about your Philadelphia Eagles, the Eagles versus the Rams week five football. This is going to be really exciting. Can't wait for the game. John, first and foremost, how are you feeling, my friend? How is that California weather treating you? Uh, it's beautiful out here. It's Los Angeles. Uh, I, you know, I think it's it was supposed to be really hot today. I think it was. But tomorrow is going to be more of a, a Los Angeles light day, 75-ish, 80-ish, something, something around there. So really nice weather. But obviously it doesn't matter in SoFi anyway. So uh, that part's not going to be that uh, much of an issue. Um, but, yeah, some interesting uh moves by the Eagles today while I was in the air uh, when it comes to their elevations, um, when it comes to their injury status, they put Cam Jurgens uh, on IR. So he's going to be out for a minimum of four games. So that's kind of a disappointment. Obviously you thought if, as the week went on, and they didn't put him on IR. You thought maybe it was a, a shorter-term injury than that. But now we have a clear defining line. And then we talked about this a lot uh, all year. No player in the NFL 
has passed the concussion protocol in one week. And the assumption was that, all right, the NFL's gotten tougher with these protocols and it's it's going to be more difficult. Um, Britton Covey passed it. He was removed from the game status report and has no designation for the game. That means he's a full go. So um, we'll see if he's able to play, but I, I don't see any reason why he wouldn't now. And that would be the first player who was in the concussion protocol to make it back inside of a week. Um, and then Rashad Penny has been added uh, with an illness and was listed as doubtful. Uh, but, you know, Rashad hasn't been a big impact on things as well. And then maybe the biggest one of all is that along with Braden Mann, who they have to elevate, they elevated Bradley Roby. Uh, so it, it's going to be no time right on the field. We got an inkling of that on Friday, but uh, there is going to be a little bit bit of a pitch count. But, man, they want and, – and maybe Cooper Cup being back for the Rams scared them a little bit because they know they need a – a real slot corner in there rather than a big body like James Bradbury or even Sidney Brown, who's, um, you know, not going to play anyway. So um, it was going to be a difficult matchup for Bradley. Roby's going to at least get some work um, right away. You know, what's interesting about this, John, with Cam Jurgens being out, uh, a minimum of four weeks. This is this is pretty scary for the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, I mean, you have a guy in Sua Opeta coming in, and the Philadelphia Eagles have prided themselves on their offensive line coaching and their depth. They've been one of the best teams in terms of just having talent on talent in that offensive line room, but they're going to be going up against some pretty stout talent in the trenches, uh, most notably Aaron Donald, and Sua Opeta is going to have his hands full. Granted, he'll be next to Jason Kelsey and Lane Johnson. Those guys are going to definitely help him out. But what do you think the Philadelphia Eagles game plan should be knowing that you're missing uh, your starting right guard, knowing where you're going to you're going to be going up against a guy like Aaron Donald? How do you think yeah. they should approach this game plan knowing what they know, especially with all the injuries you mentioned? They're even they're even missing Fletcher Cox. So um, how do you think they should move forward with the game plan? Well, I, I mean, the game plan starts with 99, but it always does. You know, whether you're at full strength, half strength, no strength. You know, when the Eagles had Jason Kelsey and, and, and Brandon Brooks and, and and both all pro players that started with Aaron Donald, that's how good he is. Um, and, and the Eagles know that. So, um, but the good news from that standpoint is the Rams aren't as good as they have been in the past around Aaron Donald. So, you can do some different things. Obviously, you're going to slide Jason Kelsey basically uh, to his side pretty much for the entire game. And you can get away with that a little bit more now than maybe you could have in the past because, you know, there's some Jonah Williams and, and Kobe Turner. You know, if you're an old-school football fan, that the 1970s Miami Dolphins were – called the no-name defense. They didn't have a lot of stars, but they're really good. Right. This is a no-name defense other than Aaron Donald. Um, not many people that are familiar. Ernest Jones, a little bit. Uh, a, a, a Witherspoon, the cornerback, but that's mainly from San Francisco. 
you know, Jalen Ramsey was sort of the co-star and he's gone. So they don't have much. Um, and, and that means you can spend a little bit more time on Aaron Donald to probably get away with it. Um, and I think that's how the Eagles will approach it. So where exactly are the weaknesses on this Rams defense, John? Uh, obviously, Aaron Donald's there. That's not a weakness. But you mentioned some names and, you know, they have some stats, some guys scattered throughout there. Like you said, not many, not many two, not too many guys that are world beaters, but still um, they have a pretty solid defensive coordinator in Raheem Morris. Um, where are the weaknesses on this Rams defense? And, John, you know, you're real big on, you know, styles making fights. You know, how should the Eagles handle, handle this matchup? Where are the weaknesses that they can exploit? Yeah, I think the Rams are really weak in the secondary. Um, you know, you have Aaron Donald up front. You have Jones, who's a pretty good linebacker. Uh, uh, Byron Young is another guy, uh, an edge guy, who, who's gotten a decent amount of pressures this season. I think he has three sacks as well. So he's done some nice things. But I mentioned Jalen Ramsey, you know, I know I know how much respect that Nick Sirianni talks about Jalen Ramsey all the time. Um, that type of player not being there and, he, and obviously he got hurt, but you never know how those things shake out. But he was an all pro level player and they just haven't been able to replace him or, or anything close. You know, you talk about no names. Darion Kendrick, is that familiar to you? Rust East, uh, uh, Witherspoon, I mentioned some people might know. Jordan Fuller is the other safety. He's he's had a really poor season early on. Um, yeah, they're really weak in the secondary. So just like last week when you looked at Washington and said, all right, the strength is the front, but they got to go after that secondary. Well, this secondary is even worse than that secondary and pretty significantly. So I think this is back-to-back A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith game right here. But, you know, let me let me ask you this, right, because the way I see it, I understand uh, they're weak in the secondary. Uh, there's no doubt about that. And you have guys like A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith, Dallas Gardner. You have those weapons at your disposal. Uh, you have, you have uh, Jalen Hurts. Uh, second team are for a quarterback. You you had that talent at your disposal, but you know, for me at least, I think this has to be a game where the Philadelphia Eagles really, for lack of better terms, punch the Rams in the mouth, right? And this is what I mean by this: the Rams are a team that's currently zero two at home. On top of that, they're giving up north of one hundred and fifty yards rushing on the ground at home, compared to giving up just just compared to giving up just 90 yards uh, on the road. So they're 0-2 at home. They're 2-0 and on the road. They're giving up over 150 yards rushing at home. They're giving up just 90 yards rushing on the ground uh, on the road. That's a pretty large disparity in terms of their performance in defending the run. Don't you think that's something the Philadelphia Eagles should try to exploit and try to wear down that pass rush that comes from a guy like Aaron Donald and then eventually get to the passing game? Well, we talk about sample sizes. Nick yeah. says it all the time now. The sample sizes are still pretty small. I will say that uh, – But don't you think Rams, that's drastic? 150, 90? That's a pretty big disparity, right? 
Well, I'm just trying to look up who the Rams played at home versus who they played on the road. But it, while I do that, I, 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 you know, the Rams aren't, you know, I compared them to to Washington, but they're it's not like they're strong up front mm-hmm. either. Um, Washington is strong up front, so it's not a a perfect comparison. They're weak everywhere except for Aaron Donald. They don't have a lot of talent. I would say this is a bottom five roster defensively in the NFL, and that's with Aaron Donald. They don't have home games, number one. Um, Everybody takes over that place. Uh, They played – they played San Francisco um, at home. Well, the 49ers took over that place. They take over, They always take over when they play in Los Angeles. Obviously, the Raiders, they don't play that much, but they always do. Eagle, there will be more Eagles fans in that building tomorrow than Rams fans. So they don't, um, they don't have home field advantage. That's number one. Number two... They've only had one home game. Yes, correct. Uh, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I, I just San Francisco. That was, a, that was a misquote by me. I apologize. That was that was one. Yeah. So this will be their second home. They got three in a row. They have the right. three Eagles, Cardinals, Steelers, and I guarantee you, maybe they'll get a respite with the Cardinals, but Eagles fans and Steelers fans will take over that stadium. Um, but yeah, they're just not. They don't have a lot of talent on defense. They just don't. Um, they have you know, one of the five greatest defensive players who ever lived, and then a bunch of other guys. Um, And, you know, you should be able to deal with Aaron Donald because the supporting cast isn't there. Yeah, that's a good point. Now, uh, I'm thinking about the quarterback situation uh, in in Los Angeles with Matthew Stafford. This is going to be – the best quarterback they've faced since Patrick Mahomes and this Philadelphia Eagles passing defense really hasn't been stout over the past few weeks. How do you think Sean Desai remedies that issue going up against a guy who's ranked, I believe second or third in the league in passing yards. Granted, they're not really getting the ball in the end zone uh, through the air right now, but they're able to move that ball in the air essentially at will, you know, being ranked second or third, uh, in passing yards, how do you think Sean Desai is going to find a way to handle Matthew Stafford and Sean McVay? Sean McVay is one of the wonder boys of the NFL, and you know he knows how to get those guys open. You got these. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for three forty-nine dollars a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. New young cats in Tutu Atwell and uh and Puka uh, Nicole, and then you got Cooper Cooper Cup coming back. How will this Philadelphia Eagles passing defense fare against Matthew Stafford and these up and coming weapons, along with the proven weapon in Cooper Cup with the mind of Sean McVay? Well, that's one of the most interesting things to me in the season coming up, not only the Rams, but also Miami in a couple of weeks, because those are two teams that use a whole lot of motion on offense and um, that tends to stress the communication on defense. And we've talked about 
the communication aspect of it, the young defensive backs and how they sometimes struggle with that. So they're going to get really, really um, tested with these two particular teams because they're going to run a boatload of motion. Um, and it starts with Sean McVay and they'll use all that cheat motion where they try to whip the one receiver around the other and immediately snap the football. It, it, it's going to take a lot of communication. And believe it or not, I think Bradley Roby, who's never played a snap with the Eagles, is probably more equipped for it uh, than some of the other uh, just because he's played so much football and he understands what's going on in those types of situations. But I think the sped-up nature of Roby tells you what they feel about the secondary right now. Um, and they want a real slot cornerback so Bradbury can go back to the outside. You don't have to worry about Josh Job. Um, Justin Evans um, is going to be back, uh, and the Eagles are very happy with him. So that'll be an improvement next to Reed Blankenship. But if you compare it to last year, they're just not as good in the secondary as they were last year. Part of that's injury-related, um, and certainly Avante missed – I think nine games last year. So it's not like they didn't have to make do, but right. you know, he played at least a significant portion. He made it back for the run to the Super Bowl. You had CJ Gardner Johnson, a terrific talent. You had Marcus Epps, a very steady player. Um, and maybe they'll get better, but right now they're they're not as good as the group from last year. Historically, what have teams done to try to negate what Sean McVay does very well. You mentioned he does a lot of motion. He's going to give you a lot of trickery. Uh, he's going to make your eyes see one thing and do another. Um, historically, what have teams done or what can be done necessarily to uh, negate what Sean McVay does so very well? Yeah, I mean, he calls it the illusion of complexity. So it looks complex, but it really isn't. Um, that's what Sean calls it to his own players. Um and basically, and Jim Schwartz used to preach this all the time. It's, you know, just don't get, don't get rattled by it. You know, they're 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 trying to stress, um, they're trying to force you to make a mistake by putting your eyes where they're not supposed to be. So you know, if you're playing cover eight, if you're playing quarters, play cover eight, play quarters. Play cover two. Play what you're supposed to play and don't let the extra movement, the eyewash, as Jim would call it, affect what you're supposed to do on a particular play. Because especially in zone coverage, they can run around all they want. It's not going to affect your coverage um, if you do it correctly. But that's easier said than done, especially with younger more inexperienced players. Because if you see this wacky stuff going on, you want to react to it. It's just human nature. Um, and, and and you have to be more disciplined. So it's just an effort to stress the discipline. Um, and, you know, a lot, of, a lot of people have trouble with it. You know, Fletcher Cox being out, that's a strong hit. But at the same time, they have a lot of depth at that position. They're also going to be missing Martin Tupelo, too, another blow to the defensive line. But 
you have Jalen Carter, you have Jordan Davis, Contavious Street, uh, I believe Mauro Jumbo. Is he activated? I'm not entirely sure, but you're going to have some guys there who have been playing very well so far throughout the season. And we're going to see a very high dose of Jalen Carter. The most we'll probably see, the most, the, the most we're going to see until Fletcher Cox comes back. But with this opportunity that Jalen Carter has, can this Rams offensive line be had? Matthew Stafford is a guy who's suffering from a hip injury right now. He's been kind of stiff lately. And he's also been turning the ball over a lot. And you know what quarterbacks, they're built from the feet up. So could Jalen Carter and those boys take advantage of Matthew Stafford, you know, sort of being limited with that hip and maybe force some more turnovers? Um, look, um, Matthews and you talk, we talked to Slay this week who has tremendous respect for Matthew Stafford and he's really good. And, you know, people didn't figure it out because he was on a real bad team. That's not true. In the NFL, he had tremendous respect. Yeah. I think um, people knew how good he was. But, you know, yeah. again, being in Detroit for so long, you know, it's kind of – it's easy to forget that. Yeah. Um, so he's not a guy who's going to fall apart and turn the football over four or five times. This is just not what he does. Um now, he does, you know, he likes to press the issue at times. Um, he will um, try to make throws that others can't. He's got tremendous arm talent. And and the hip injury, we don't know. Um, he, he certainly struggled through the game last week after it happened. So how healthy is he going to be? That could certainly help the Eagles. But, yeah, I mean, I think this is – the Rams are going to score some points and they're going to score some points because the quarterback can throw the football. Cooper cup looks healthy. We don't know. He hasn't played this season, but that's one of the best receivers in football. And all of a sudden you mentioned what Puka Nakua has been able to do in his absence and Tutu Atwell. And, you know, he's got people to throw to. And when Matthew Stafford has people to throw to, there's going to be some issues uh, and even good defenses are going to struggle to keep it down. But as I always say, Burt Kirk Cousins, like, you know, you almost want him throwing for 350. And by that, I mean, if he's thrown for 350, it means he's behind and he's trying to catch up. Okay. John, as we begin to close the show, I'm um, staying on the quarterback position. Uh, Jalen Hurts, you know, he seemed to turn a page in the second half of that Washington Commanders game. And at least me, I'm expecting uh, another step forward in this matchup. Like you said, these uh, this Rams uh, defensive back crew, uh, they're not the most stout. So what are your expectations from Jalen Hurts, um, you know, by his lonesome? And what's your prediction for this matchup? Uh, I do think it's going to be a, a shootout. Um, I think the Eagles are going to have to score some points. I think they're going to have to be in the 30s. Um, I think I put it at 33-27. Um, okay. Eagles, Eagles win the game. Mine was 36-33. Um, you know, basically how they won, they out-talent people. And I think ultimately they'll out-talent um, – the Rams, but <clears throat> a little bit of concern because it's on the road. It is, you know, the Eagles just left like an hour ago. I mean, they're coming in and leaving. Um, they are they are making this a business trip only. Um, it's a tough flight. It's a long flight. The Eagles use two team planes now. 
um, to give the guys more space, which is a bigger deal um, when you're traveling across country. Um, so that part's an issue. Then the injuries, the major injuries, Cam Jurgens, right? And you don't want to, you don't want anybody getting hurt. But he's getting hurt when you got to face Aaron Donald. So that's right. not a positive. Um, Fletcher Cox, you don't want him getting an epidural, but he's getting it the week where they have, you know, Matthew Stafford's getting Cooper Cup back. So you need that pass rush. Um, and Bradley Roby coming in off the street. Long term, I think that's going to be a positive for the Eagles. But day one, he gets Cooper Cup, who hasn't played at all, but that's the best slot receiver in football. Arguably the best receiver overall in football. Um, and he's uncoverable. Uh, and from the short video clips I saw him in practice this week, he looks great. So some of the some of the matchups are a little bit of a problem. But then I look at the talent they have on defense. It's very, it's a very top heavy team. You got Stafford, you got Cup, you got Donald, even Jody will tell you. Puka Nakua is going to be – he's already got him in the Hall of Fame next to uh, next to Brock Purdy. So, you know, they're very top-heavy, right. but they don't have a lot of depth. So your expectations for Jalen Hurts, what do you think he's going to do in this game? I think it's a, it's a big passing game again. Um, you'd like to see him, you know, get some of the – quarterback run game things going, but I, I do think he's trying to be a little bit cautious for a lack of a better word. Um, you know, he wants to play 17 games. He really wants to prove he can play 17 games. And, you know, maybe when Kansas City's on the schedule or Buffalo or Miami in a couple weeks, there'll be hell's bells and he'll do everything to win football games, but I think he's being smart. And even though he'll, he won't admit it, he looks at certain teams and says, eh, we're going to, we're going to be able to out talent this team. Okay. Well, on that note, you guys, listen, we appreciate you guys for locking in on short notice, John, as, as always, I appreciate you, my man. Um, I know you had a long flight about six hours from the Philadelphia area, uh, from the Philadelphia area. Uh, I know that's no small feat. Uh, trust me. I had to drive. 24 hours from Philadelphia to Texas. So I know exactly uh, what it's like to be stuck somewhere for a long period of time and not have that leg space. Um, but I appreciate you as always, man, for, uh, for making time for me and making time for the show. Eagles fans, make sure you guys smash that like button, okay? Make sure you guys always stay engaged in the content. Make sure you guys are subscribed to the Jacob Sports YouTube channel. You know what's going to happen tomorrow, right? The pre-halftime and post-game show featuring Seth Joyner, Mike Missinelli, Derek Gunn, John McMullen, uh, Kayla Santiago, Bill Colarulo, Mark Farzetta. We have a full cast of people for you guys to definitely give you guys the full scoop on your Philadelphia Eagles to prepare you for the game, to, to give you guys some insight in between the game and also re relive what's going on in that matchup. So we really appreciate you guys for always locking in and staying committed to Jacob Sports. John, any final words before we get out of here? 33-27. Uh, I'll emphasize it again. And I think it's going to be a, a shootout, but I think the Eagles will be plus 30, and that'll be uh, enough to get it done. 
Yeah, I would definitely agree with you. I'm going to say 36-33 Philadelphia Eagles win it on a game-winning field goal, and I'll leave it at that, you guys. Eagles fans, smash that like button. You guys were locked in on Football 24-7 with John McMullen. I'm your guy, Tony Shows the Second, and we'll see you next time. Fly, Eagles fly. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.